And here we are, and it is a lovely afternoon in Montreal. And it's Absolutely. been an incredible weekend of working with you. As we are putting together this incredible journey together, moving from grief to purpose and working with Stardust Spiritual Alchemy Group, I think one of the first things that we realized is, that I realized, is that frequently you can't tell how I'm feeling. How about that? You know, and, and I think just in terms of mindfulness and thinking about the way we think, often we assume people can figure out how we're feeling and what we're thinking by looking at us or by didn't you get the clue yeah. you know how it's not it's not coming out as a as a printout on my forehead or anything you know so yeah. how would you know how would you know and and especially in circumstances when we're really hurting and we're we're upset and undone in a way that we can't even begin to articulate how can we help people see these internal wounds? How can we help them become, um, if not visible, what, what would be the word I'm looking for here? What are we trying to help them become? Not hidden, but externalized? Yeah, exactly. And when I think about that, I just think about something that um, my cousin once told me, which was um, when you break your arm, you know, people say sorry, and I understand, and they take you out for ice cream, and when you have an internal wound, they can't, they, they don't see that, and they don't answer to you, and they don't care for you in the same way, and that's why some people, you know, feel the need to hurt themselves in order to get their pain out, and it's because you want to show your pain. You want to externalize it, like you said. Um, I've also had a lot of trouble with that. Um, and it's definitely hard because you want to show people that you're hurting, but at the same time, you don't want too much attention. It's a really odd situation, isn't it? Because sometimes you just want to go scream at the top of your lungs about what happened. Yeah. You just want to scream, and you want somebody to know. You want everybody to know what happened. Right. And and you're not asking for hugs, and you're not asking for anything. You just want to, you just need to get it out. Or someone's like, oh, you know, I had such a bad day. Or, you know, and then <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's, it's such a hard thing, because you just want to scream. You just want to be like... You don't even know where what I've been through. Right. You want to talk bad day. Let's let's right. you know. Let's do rock paper scissors <laughs> on that one. And and I think also though, people tend to be trained in uh, emergency medical care. First first responding. Like if somebody's um, got a compound fracture, you might think to pull your belt off or to get a tourniquet or something to stop the bleed mm -hmm. while you're waiting on the emergency medical people to show up or you know, you you know, dial nine one one if somebody's right. having a heart attack. There's or, an immediate response. They, yeah, what People don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Even if they could see somehow what's going on and what's eating you up on the inside and what you, you know, just the way that your heart has been squeezed, there's not a there's not a dial nine one one. This woman's having her heart squeezed. Yeah. 
So they don't really know what to do. And then they ask things like that they think they should be asking, like, how are you? Or things, and, and you don't necessarily want to answer those. And then it just complicates the situation. And it creates tension. And I've had so many of those situations where I just, you know, it was so hard. I didn't know, I didn't know what to say, but... I think there's, I think there's ways of showing. Um, I think you, I think it's also a personal thing. I think you just have to speak with that person personally and privately and, I mean, in my case, I guess. But you can't just, you can't necessarily um, just say it out loud right in that moment. Or sometimes, even if you do, like, when people would stop me, especially right after Angus passed away, you know, fairly, fairly recently after that, they'd go, how are you? And sometimes I would just start answering, well, my son just died. And it's really challenging, and I don't know what to do or how I am then they really don't know what to say they they want to really? backpedal you know because so often people just ask that not even expecting yeah. you to say anything real people go how are you oh I'm fine how right. are you you know that it's just a thing and we're we're almost as a as a culture our canned answer is always right. fine how are you you know never a, really a sincere and thoughtful question and especially talking about death and it's got such a connotation of like oh that okay that's a taboo subject right because isn't that interesting because it is framed in language of being tragic or framed like the (laughs) framed in in this mystery but not in a good way framed framed like a, a negative always negative connotations always but again it's because we don't have we don't have training. Death, we're kept from death in the same way that people used to be kept from birth. You know, yeah. women went into these places and they came out with a kid. Well, now birthing rooms are open, you know, and I mean, we had, Emmett was at the birth of his brother for all intents and purposes, playing with Legos in the corner. You know, it, it, it's, it's out there, it's visible, but we're not that way with death. Yeah. And I think in other cultures, where there are wakes and where people are are thinking about it or maybe where there's just more tragedy and that you, you don't have the luxury of a whole system that whisks away the body and deals with everything. It It's just so different and so awkward in our culture. Yeah, and so they, they probably know more how to respond because they've dealt with it more and it's an open thing, whereas we, are, we just don't know what to say or what to do. Um, especially when helping each other and trying to build each other up and you know and and that's so important and you have to be there for for your friends and your family and some people just don't know how to say that things um so i think one of the the one of the great observations that maybe we can we can provide to the to the community here is to start a conversation about so how do you respond you know, when, you, when you're a little bit, when you cannot be wanting to yell at somebody and go, how the hell do you think I feel right now? Um, that, that 
when you've got your, your wits about you a little bit more, that you can kind of go, you know what, when you see me, I know that you mean well. And why don't you just let me know that you're here and you love me? That would be great. Yeah. And to be telling them, for you to ask me how I am is really not a question that I can answer. Yeah. And just say it. That's a good response. Instead of just being full of, full of that, you know, what in the world am I supposed to do now? Just, just get it out there. But I, I think that this all ties back to the, the notions of metacognition and mindfulness as we're, as we're working with our transition from grief to purpose. It, you've got to know yourself well enough to be able to stop and go, okay, so that's what's happening to me right now. Almost in one of those out-of-body experience kind of mm. things. about Look at what's going on in this situation. I'm just going to catch my breath. This has happened to me before, mm-hmm. and I need to make it stop. And I need to make mm-hmm. it so that the person doesn't ask me the same question over and over again. And yep. realizing that this is what you need right now, and that they can provide that for you if they'll listen to you. But for them to listen, you need to tell them what to do, because otherwise they won't know. They'll be clueless. That's right. And it gets back to that whole... Uh, that that internal wound right it's there but it's not visible and in so many ways even if it were that's not the kind of thing that we're taught how to respond to it's yeah. not it's not a dial 911 so what do you do so i think it's a it's a beautiful opportunity for us to really engage with our bigger community to to have some discussion about this what what are some ideas you have for reaching your friends and family, for the people who are just genuinely maybe wanting to know how you're doing, or even to the casual stranger passing by, he goes, hi, how are you? You go, wow, you know, I don't, I don't know. But sometimes it's also good to admit that you don't know. And to just, people go, how are you? I don't know. And exactly, and something that I kind of struggled with as well is not just verbal responses, but also just attitude responses and how I was showing myself to the world. And I sometimes I would take the time to sort of just wear a hoodie or, you know, just sort of like wear a big scarf because I just knew I was going to cry that day or I knew I and I just didn't want anyone to see my eyes or I knew I wanted to sort of bow my head all day. And that's also a response that can, or you, you know, you put your earphones in because you don't want people yep. to talk to you. Yeah. So that's a that's a nonverbal response um, that can also just incite people to not even approach you, uh, and you know sometimes it works. And then there's those exceptional people that are like see you crying, and I mean a classmate did the, you know, did this to me the other day, and I was totally crying in class, and she, she was like. Well, she waited till the next class, but then she was like, hey, I saw you, and I want to know what's up. And even though I, she was a total stranger, but she had been sitting next to me for the couple classes, and, you know, it was nice. So there's those exceptional people, you know, that'll, that'll, that'll really ask you the questions that matter, and, feel, and, and, you know, I'm also in a state where I wasn't before. It's been two years since the initial trauma, but... Um, but yeah, but anyway, so also nonverbal responses um, can be an option if you just are totally 
out of it and you don't even want any communication at all. Well, absolutely. And here again, it's, it's looking at our own modern culture in North America, in the Western Europe, wherever, you know, that, that we're not wearing black. You yeah. know, we're, we're not visibly giving people the, yeah. there is something massively wrong. I'm wearing black. Don't expect me to be, you know, yeah. making eye contact or having a conversation. That, you know, we, we have, have nothing. Cultural, yeah, response. And and I think you and I were talking the other day about it. It might be useful to have some sort of a band or, uh, you know, yeah. with the Lance Armstrong live strong wrist things. You know that there there might be something that we, it, it would be a good thing that we could start where it's yeah. this you know spiritual alchemy or it would be a a thing that yeah. we could share to where it's like um, a work in progress or transforming grief to purpose or yeah. something. But yeah, that, that makes it all the more problematic when, when we don't have within our, our, our ritual, you know, we, we don't have just an agreed upon way that people see you and know. And, and I think that, that Putting in your your head your headphones or you know putting on your headphones and finding all these ways to not make eye contact or to you know they they work in the short term and yeah. they work while you're trying to get yourself back on balance yeah. to the point where you could have a little bit of a meaningful conversation with someone. Yeah, it's and a then, good idea. And then when you do have that meaningful conversation, it's so much more it, it's so much more powerful and and exciting because you're like hey I've actually gotten to the point where I can talk about it openly and I'm not trying to say I had a horrible day but or this doesn't necessarily define my moment right now or my life right now but and you know you can say you've ha you've been having a good day and that's the the moment where you're like wow things have changed yeah yeah and it is and and it's that that awareness exactly and you got it. You got to stay conscious of that and stay aware of, of mm -hmm. how you're how you're doing on throughout your your through grief journey. And it is. It's a journey. Well, I think this is going to be a topic that we re revisit over and over again because it's something that does evolve over time. And you know when you're in that when you're in a more solid space. Of maybe in our in our stages that we defined, maybe you're more like a coal to diamond kind of a moment. Right. We go, I could really have a conversation with someone about what this has meant, but that's not what you're up to right at the beginning. Right. So it is evolving. It's it's changing, as as we all do because everything's changing. And, exactly. And it's great. Well, I think that. I'm hoping our community engages with Absolutely. us on this. Absolutely. Let us know, um, you know, some topics you want to bring up related to this, um, related to mindfulness and what we've talked about being being aware of your state of being and um, responses to people when they ask you questions that you might not be comfortable with um, or nonverbal responses. So let us know what you think and we'll be happy to, to, to keep the discussion going. Yeah, and, and really take advantage of the Facebook community forum as, a, as an opportunity. Like add your comments there, add some questions there and we will be 
uh, engaging with those. When people leave questions, we'll we'll be responding or we'll be trying to connect people because that's another big part of what we can do. If, if that's uh, a direction that you want to head, you want to try to find some connections to other people with these same questions, we can kind of help uh, curate and orchestrate that. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, this is the end of a wonderful work weekend in Montreal, and I really am grateful for that time with you. Me so, too. Uh, we'll be engaging from a distance from now on, but we'll still be able to handle this. Yes. You know? All right. So, signing off for today. <laughs>